Welcome to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us today. I am excited about what we're going to talk about today because really, like the title says, it's just like a story time. Um, And so we are going to just dive into a couple of stories because apparently, I guess, elaborate stories are wonderful. And so we have brought in a friend. And you, if you've listened before, the last uh, little episode that we did, she was on just a quick little cameo. But we've roped her in for another episode. So thanks, Jessica. We're glad to have you on. Yes, for coming back. So... I love memories with friends and it, you know, those memories turn into stories and then you talk about it and friends are like, wait, did that really happen? And I'm like, well, from my point of view, yes, it really (laughs) happened. And so we're going to dive into a few stories that I have with um, both Elizabeth and Jessica. Yes. Um, So I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Before you start, I think we should mention that Tori is probably the top of storytellers you can ever hear tell a story. (laughs) There's something about the way that she tells it. Yes. It's the best version that you could ever hear. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Hands down. And the thing is, you kind of have to then go, wait, I was there. (laughs) Because sometimes these stories are pretty crazy. So I'll open up with one. Um, cause Tori says it the best way, but I'll just give the intro. So, um, I had a birthday party and one of my friends decided that during this birthday party that we were going to, um, have everyone that came write on a little index card, one memory with me. And, um, and then I would have to guess, you know, who I had this memory with. And so there was a nice amount there that I was like looking through. So I really got confused. And uh, the cool thing is, is both Tori and Jessica were at this party. And they both put out little things. And so I'm going through the list and I'm guessing, you know, oh, this memory was with so-and-so and and this memory was with my sister. And then I get to this one and it says, we almost died together. (laughs) And I go, oh my goodness, what in the world? Like, when in the world did I almost die with a friend? Could not figure it out. So I guess someone and... I guess someone other than Tori, but come to find out it was Tori. <laughs> it was me. So Tori, when did we apparently almost die? Okay, so let me set the scene. So we are, it's the dead of winter, and we were coming home from a young adults uh, group, and we were about to emerge onto the expressway when all of a sudden we hit a patch of black ice. Now in my mind, we we were going to spiral and that was going to be the end. Um, <laughs> so I thought, oh, here we go. But luckily in your nice, wonderful car, it wasn't that bad. But for me, I was like, this is it. We're, we're going. Luckily, you, though, had a good control of your steering wheel and got us back on the road safely. But we did kind of go, and then we were back. But <laughs> can, can we just pause? It was nothing, guys. I didn't even remember it happened until Tori <laughs> tells me that we almost died because of this tiny, tiny, I was making a left turn patch of black ice yes. um, as we were going from one road to the next. And so what's great is Tori, in her mind, it was it was intense. It was, but clearly, you know, <laughs> the hand of God was on us, and, and it was we protected. Were protected. Yes. So that's 
one of the great memories that I'll always remember. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so she got to share it at my party and everything like that. And I was just in shock that we shared that memory and somehow I forgot. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, then another memory. So um, I have found this like new love for weeding. Uh, mm-hmm. So in this summer, in the summertime, I know craziness. Um, in the summertime, I was telling Elizabeth, like, I love weeding. I love it. So she was like, hey, come over and weed at my house. Um, and so I was like, okay, in my backyard, we just have like, you know, I was just weeding around like the vegetables. I get to her backyard and it's like a forest. It's like, they're, they're just weeds. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Like in, in, when I weed in my house, there's like maybe one spider and I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, I'm just weeding and you can do your own thing. But like, in her backyard, it's a forest. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to go over to this little brush, but you can take this. And it was a pit. It was like a pit of dirt with some weeds and some sticks. And I was in flip-flops, probably not the best move, but I was. And I was like, you know what? I told her I loved weeding. So I'm just going to go down into this pit. I'm going to weed. And, you know, there are multiple spiders coming at me, but I just kept digging and weeding and just going with it. And I'm just down there and I just look over. Over and she's just weeding away and I'm like how did I get stuck here <laughs> and not only was it like that Tori was weeding but Jessica was also weeding yes and she was in another part of the yard completely weeding and it was there was no pit for you right no well here's the thing we're in her backyard we're weeding she's invited us to do disfellowship community life together and she had had, her family had a pool for a while, and they recently decided to get rid of it. So this sand pit, you know, that she's talking about, it's just the dead area where there wasn't any, like, grass or anything. And this little, like, dip in the ground <laughs> was, the, was pit the pit that Tori is talking about. Okay, it wasn't even, like, a foot deep. It if was I like stepped in it, it would not reach my knee. <laughs> like, like, this pit that Tori's in with all these spiders and all these pieces of wood coming at you and all this stuff not not a pit and then also can i just tell you i don't live in a forest (laughs) i live in the suburbs i don't even have like an acre of property that i live on now i do have lots of pine trees in my backyard we have about 10 of them that line the back of our our fence um but that's Tori's perspective of a forest. It was. A pit. A pit you can fall in to right. not even your knee. Exactly. It, it was. To me, I was like, I'm going down into this little pit. I mean, you had to step down into it. So that's a pit. So. But it was great because we get back into the house and she starts to talk to my family about how she loves weeding, but she wasn't expecting to weed in a forest. And the way that she said it, you would have no clue that it was my backyard. I mean, if you have ever been in my backyard or you come to my house and see it, like you would go like, Tori, what in the world are you talking about? But it was great because Tori, it was, that was her reality. She was in a pit and... There was lots of spiders. Yes. So now I know like there is difference in weeding for depending on whichever house you go to. So, um, yes, I would also say the other time like with us in a funny story was it was like the same day and it was summertime. So there were flies everywhere. And so Elizabeth's family was like, OK, we've got this fly zapper thing 
And um, I was like, a fly zapper? What is this? So they come out. Her mom comes out with like a tennis. It looks like a tennis racket. And it's like an electric thing. And you like press a button and you're supposed to wave it around and it's going to catch the fly. So I was like, this is awesome. This is cool. So we're all standing around the kitchen. Jessica's there. Elizabeth's there. Her sister's there. Her mom's there. And I was like, we are going to catch this fly. So I was ready. And I was not expecting it to do what it was supposed to do. So I go, I click the button to electrocute the fly. And all of a sudden, I like get the fly and it goes, and it like zaps. It sparks. I'm thinking I'm getting electrocuted. So I'm like, ah, and I like scream. And then I put the little racket, electric racket down. And I'm like, no one told me that this was going to happen. And the poor little fly was crispy and he fell. So I was like, what on earth is this thing? And why is it able to be sold? It was pretty baffling. I remember seeing like sparks. Like, it, I was, was, like oh. it was probably the most dramatic fly killing scene I've ever witnessed in my life. It was intense. I was not expecting that. And I got scared because I was like, oh, am I going to get shocked? What is going on? It was yeah. crazy. I remember it being even a little more dramatic at the time. Like, you went and retold the story instantly. <laughs> and it was like, like. I think, so, Danielle, I think Danielle, uh, Elizabeth's sister, walked into the kitchen after it happened. She's like, what is going on? <laughs> it was an intense scene because it was craziness. I felt like I, it was like a bolt of lightning came out from the sky. <laughs> That's what it was. Like, seriously, you're looking at the fly, you see it, you're like, I'm just going to kill it, and zap, right? It's like a shock of light, and poor little fly. And then he got, like, stuck in the little racket. <laughs> I know. And if you do it just right, they can even smoke. Like, they'll get, like, all smoky, and, like, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, that was another great, like, memory. I feel like your family is probably always like, oh, here comes story. <laughs> story are we gonna have today <laughs> i love it and there is another story that i was not a part of that yes. i've heard about and like it's in this like a notorious story from tori yes um, so would you uh mind unlock unlocking this beautiful story yes so my family every year for quite some time would go camping mm-hmm. and so in the years past i would bring friends because I didn't really like camping. So (laughs) friends would come along to help me enjoy that experience. And so Jessica came with us one year. Actually, like two years, right? A couple years, yeah. Yeah. I think this was my first year, though. It was her first year with us. And so we were in our tent. And I know, tent camping is not fun. But, you know, for some people. We got to set the scene, though. (laughs) Not only we were in a tent, and we were on one end of the tent, her mom and her brother on the other end. And somehow we ended up on this slanted end of the tent yes. it's kind of downhill and then we didn't have an air mattress or pad or anything we were just straight on these rocks it was <laughs> terrible rocks it's late at night we're just chilling i think it was like night two or something yes and we have this like coleman lantern like it has been in our family for years yes. like i remember Classic that lantern, lantern green yes 
on everything. I, I'm like, oh, that's like classic camping. Like, I remember that. And so we had it because it's dark, you know, no electricity, you know. Gotta so, these rocky hills. Yes. So we're going in our little <laughs> section of our tent with the lantern. And I like, I think the handle dropped or something. And it was like yeah. squeaky. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I just started like squeaking it. And, you know, you're camping. <laughs> Yes, like that. And so, you know, camping around a fire, you got to tell these stories. So I came up with this story about Lead Leg Leonard. (laughs) And he would walk around and all you would hear was... doing in our tent <laughs> on our side on of our the half. tent <laughs> the landed our half of the tent with lead like leonard with our lantern and we're just <laughs> and all of a sudden i hear my mom say victoria and now i know i'm in trouble because that's my full name and she goes if you don't stop right now you're coming to my side of the tent <laughs> and i was like no I can't have that happen. So lead leg Leonard had to, he had to he had to stop for the night. But every time on that trip, it was lead leg Leonard. Don't let lead leg get you. Coming for you. Don't leave the tent at night. You might be out there waiting for you. He's coming for you. So that was lead leg Leonard. I love. Every now and then, I'll still text Jessica. I'll be like, "Lead like Leonard." <laughs> I think we went um we went canoeing this summer at one point. We're like, "Okay, we gotta be careful." Yes, like, Leonard might show up. <laughs> Lead leg lives on. I don't even know how we came up with that name, but it's you did, Tori, in all your glory. <laughs> I was just laying there listening to you tell the story. There was more to it. She made the story how he comes out around once a year <laughs> hunting. You always hear the thumps and the creaks of Lead Lake Leonard. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, I don't even remember that, but I do like remember being so loud with the lantern. And... We were a little. In her mom's defense, we were a little loud. <laughs> yes. Yes, we were. But I mean, that's what that's you do great. camping to make yeah. it fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, storytelling, I mean, that's a huge thing. Like, going around a campfire and storytelling, that's, like, the main focus in a lot of movies and stories and things like that. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So, I'm so glad that you could hear just a little bit of Tori's (laughs) storytelling, because that was just a little bit of it, because she can really, uh, I I, I would say, um, be enthusiastic and um passionate <laughs> about <laughs> what's going on around her and the life experiences that she has which is which is really great definitely so. see life a little bit differently clearly <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes you with that fly that got shot down with a lightning, lightning bolt, bolt. <laughs> yes or the pit that you were in that really isn't a pit <laughs> at all <laughs> Or, or or the patch of ice, but yeah, there's more stories. You, I know you For do have sure, them, yeah. but you got to see just a little bit of it. And speaking of stories, I was watching um, uh, something the other day and hearing uh, Natalie Natalie Grant talk about a story of, you know, when you're in an emergency and when things are going around you in your world, um, what do you do? 
you call 911. You know, like if you need um, help with a fire, you call 911. If you need help medically, you call 911. And I'm really spinning this one. I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) But she was just talking about it. And it dived right into scripture. She says, um, you know, if you are going to need something, a rescue, Mm -hmm. you call 911. Okay, that's awesome. Well, then she goes, but you know what you can do is... As believers, we can call 9112. We can go to Psalms 911. And it is a pretty cool scripture. And then she actually suggests reading all of it. And I thought about that. Like, there's sometimes stories that connect us to different things that bring back great memories. Like, we were able to laugh about this. <laughs> and then there's sometimes there's stories that really ground us and remind us of who the Lord is. Yes. And so when she talked about 911, I thought, that is such a great amount of advice um, and so if you look at Psalms 91.1, NIV, it says, whoever, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Instantly. It's telling you, hey, you have something going on in your world. If you dwell in the shadow of the Most High, meaning in the Lord, you will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And then it continues on, like, verse after verse after verse. It's like, surely he will save me. Like, you um, you will not fear the terror of the night. I mean, like, I'm jumping. But there's all these things that it talks about. And I encourage you that if there is something going on in your world and you're like, I don't know where, what to read. I don't know what to do. Turn back to the Lord in this scripture because Psalms 91 911 is pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed our yeah. wonderful story time. Yes. So before we leave, Jessica, because we haven't asked you this yet. Yes. Okay. Do you have something bright and something bubbly? Bright meaning that it's encouraging mm-hmm. and bubbly meaning something fun that's going on in your world. Um, bubbly, easy, being here, being with you guys, um, and really just seeing your setup. I've been, you know, good friends with Tori and Elizabeth. I've heard descriptions of how they run their podcast, so being able to see that, definitely bubbly. Um, bright, what was bright again? Um, fun. Oh, no, 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 that's encouraging. Encouraging, (laughs) Encouraging, yes. Um, man, I'm on the spot, panicking. I know, it's okay. Encouraging, um... I got word back from someone I used to do ministry with about a relationship that I had with one of the students in their ministry, and I haven't heard from them for about, do you want me to tell the whole story? It's up to you. Um, I haven't, I did missions, so backstory, I did missions, the program, so the person in contact with was the missionary, and I've been home for about five years now, and haven't really heard much about the students, the kids we worked with, because it's just the way life goes. Um, and I got a message, a post from them on social media about, I think it was Sunday, word back, mm-hmm. the missionary I lived with ran into specifically one student that I used to call my little brother. We were really close, tried to always encourage him, truly loved him like a younger brother. And just hearing that he still serves the Lord five years later, coming from Woo-hoo! where he is, where he's at, knowing that he's fully committed um, that's very bright, encouraging to hear, like, Lord, someone that I prayed for, poured into, don't know when you leave, you know, that's where you have to have faith and trust God to continue working in their lives to hear he's found God and fulfillment in his life with God. So, definitely right there. Wow. Yes. That's great. That is awesome. Thanks for sharing. Friends, go out, be blessed, encourage somebody. Thanks for listening. Adios. Adios.